So let's get it. Let's get it. Definitely got to turn us up, knowledge. <clears throat> turn me up, man. Turn me the. F Are we back? And turn. Fuck a Fantastic Four. Fantastic Three, bitch. Let's get it. <laughs> What up, what up, what up? It's Primetime Tish. Yo, it is your boy Chico Brand Up. What's good? It's your girl King Shay. We ought to think before you speak the big podcast. Episode 66. Oh my god. Eee! Not 66. 66. You know, wow. if, you, if you flip that six upside down, it'd be 69. 66 though? <laughs> like we've been partying this long? Yeah. Really? I can just can't wait till we hit fucking 100. Once we hit 100, we on one. We gotta do a live. Yeah, we doing a live joint, man. Right. Right. Put yeah, yeah, we let y'all niggas. Yeah, let, we gonna let y'all niggas know early. We doing a live show, the hundred. Yeah. So I don't know how knowledge feel about Curry and these mics outside the studio, <laughs> but uh, you know we gotta do something special for that. We, we gave him a. Uh, it's giving debate him, night. We gave him a, a a good timing. A what? What you mean? Carrying the mics out the studio. <laughs> oh, true. Big heads up. So, hey, hey, guys, buddy, girls. Hi. Where you been? Work. Where have both of y'all been? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I just came back from PA. That yeah. Shit. Yo, little cousin had a birthday party. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Happy 16th in the car. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yo, they don't make 16-year-olds no more the way that they used to, bro. Might say that. They be 26. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> man's, my man's literally look like a grown-ass man at 16, like, champ. And what even doing? And even, like, the birthday vibe of shit, like, it's just different. Different. Like, it's like an extravaganza now. It's a fucking prom. It's yeah. definitely an event. Trust me. <laughs> definitely. Like, you know, I had cake, ice cream. I wanted to walk around the hall for my 16. Hot Close dogs friends. and hamburgers. Hot dogs. Ha yeah, Huggies. these niggas is getting catered. You know, getting fucking photo cakes. shoots and you shit. Feel? 360 Yo, cams. 360 definitely. cam was amazing. Yeah. I actually had fun on that bitch. Yeah, I saw, I saw it. I saw you had a lot of fun crab legs? No, nah, not oh, okay. crab legs. Right. They usually do, though. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I think um, my my cousin and them cooked for real. So, like, we had some down south cooking. That was the main thing that I was really looking forward to. That shit was A1. Okay. All right. So, you was in PA. Mm -hmm. uh, you was at work. I've been at work. And um, you went to go see the Ravens practice. I've been doing a couple different things. I'm actually jealous because I really wanted to go. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, it was it was it was, it wasn't what it needed to be. No, nah, it, it's a practice. It's like what are you what are you asking for? Right? I, I mean Lamar has COVID, so he's not there. Oh wow. Um so like half of the stadium was empty. Yeah, yeah, second time. I didn't know you could get this shit twice. I was like, what the fuck? I thought I got it once and thought I, I was like, fuck it, I'm it. good. You know, but nah. I never heard of nobody having it twice. I so never heard of nobody so having it twice. I feel like if niggas got vaccinated, I think they getting it twice. Because he got to get vaccinated right here in the league. Mm -hmm. They, they, them did, they vaccinated. did say when you get vaccinated, it, it, you are open. Like if you're around somebody that have COVID, so you're going to get COVID. So what the fuck is the point of a vaccine? But it, it's not... It's gonna be it's, it's damn near like the new version of the flu. Yeah. So it's like they're giving you're it catch to it. yeah you, they're giving it to you to fight it off. It's like some antibody shit. Yeah, yeah. I get that part. That's like what's happening. You're not 100 you percent immune to it. I think it's just that like the side effects, like how people actually like been going through it, like dying mm -hmm. and shit. Mm -hmm. I think Sorry. that just helped. Not mm -hmm. to laugh and chuckle. For real, this shit is nuts, yo. This shit is crazy. Um, damn. What did I do last week? Yeah. Uh oh, celebrity basketball game out of Naples. Yes, sir. Which was really, really fun. Um, shout out to the state's attorney, Marilyn Mosby. Nick Mosby was there. Uh, shout out Tunnel Vision who held the whole thing down. Uh, Jacoby Jones, Lamar Odom, uh, Mark Jeffries. Yeah, Mar I was. I wasn't gonna call him Mark Jeffries. I was actually gonna call him Lil C's. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine too. No, yeah, I call him Lil Fifty. Uh. Little fifty, cool. Uh, Rod Digger was there. Um, Indio Champ, was yeah. There. You guys ever heard of him? I Indy. actually heard of that name, but I haven't. Big stocky Brody looking nigga. Yeah, Thing from like some part of New York. Yeah, he's old Jersey, one of them. Yeah, one of them. No, I think he kept saying Bronx. I, I swear I kept hearing him say that. But um, nah, that was that was that was dope. Uh, what the fuck else have y'all been doing? Nothing. Chilling. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Went to the gun range. You know oh, what yeah, saying? that's what I failed to mention. This guy. 
The last time, I, last time I was here, you was in a class, right? That was the week He's before. He's been in class for like I, I, six I was, months. I, I, was in, I, was, I was in a class when you wasn't here, but I actually went to the range to go shoot. Okay. So I did. He's 50, a shooter. I did fifty rounds. <laughs> so I, I was only going supposed to do it for the business, but I also did it for the security shit as well. Okay. But my first twenty-five, I got scored a ninety-two. Oh, on the shit. Yep. So and that so was the first time. He's not he fighting going. no more. He's pulling a gun though. Yeah, he's pulling. Yeah, he's we'll a call shooter. Brandon. <laughs> well, well, first of all, <laughs> yeah. do not call me. Call do Brandon. not call me. Do not call me. <laughs> <laughs> I am not one of them. Easy <laughs> <laughs> on this shit. Nah, for real though, it's, all, it's really only going to be used for what we doing and like the work shit, mm-hmm. and then also for the house because I got my HQL as well. So. Okay. But okay. that shit was actually pretty fun, and I ain't realized how much of a stress reliever that is. Like yeah. I was nervous. I was nervous as fuck. I was nervous as fuck holding the fucking gun. But then the nigga told me calm down. I calmed down. And I had a water boy moment. So like, so like you know how like when he uh, when Neo niggas like dick. Neo, Neo dick. Yeah, I had Neo one of them dick. moments. Neo Whole time dick. I started seeing hella different people faces that I really want to shoot. I was hey, like, yo. oh, all right. say less. Okay, maybe you shouldn't have a gun. <laughs> That's definitely giving serial killers. Allegedly, right? I said okay. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly, allegedly. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, other than that, you guys been pretty good. Mental health, one to ten. What's going on? I'm at an eight, honestly. Okay. All right. I'm at an eight. What about you, Shay? I'm at a. I'm at a. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> eight is good though. Like. A ten is just like. Bitch, you lying. Like, yeah. You lying. <laughs> yeah. Like you lying. Ain't nobody that happy. No, not at all. I said well, I'm like my, I'm running a Why knowledge life like that? For, <laughs> <laughs> don't say nobody that happy. <laughs> for real though, like, you that happy. Okay, well, I'm happy that my team is here. We're back, fully equipped. I Fantastic three. Um, episode 66. Now, speaking of team, um, we have another team in the building with us. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the hottest upcoming rap groups in Baltimore. Um... You guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah! You already know what it is, man. It's Purple Wall Street! Wall Street! In the building! Now, I only asked y'all to do that because I wouldn't have been able to do it the way y'all do it. So, yeah, for sure. So, what's up with y'all? How y'all feeling? Good, good. Well, if you want us to introduce ourselves individually. Individually, I'm Shelly D. I'm Nick H. Slim Goody. And of course, hey. a piece of the pie is missing, uh, Yadi. But he gonna pop up. He better pop the fuck up. <laughs> right, right, right. right. But, now, is it every day that like somebody's missing? Because I know on here is one of us missing. Every day. But but I mean, in that moment, niggas still hold it down. Still yeah, keep, you got shit, to. You still got keep to. shit together. How how important is that to have in a group? I mean, it's real important because I mean, things come up in life. So mm-hmm. every now and then, every, everybody not going to be able to make it all at once, but you're going to have to know how to recover. Mm-hmm. Whether you know they're not going to be there or not, you got to be prepared for it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And one thing that Shelly had embedded into me is that the day that we do make it, what if like, what if one city hit us up and be like, hey, we want Shelly D and we want Slim Goody. And then another state hit us up like, hey, we want JD. Mm-hmm. And another state hit us up like, hey, we want Nick H. Right, we got to know how to do you it gotta write, without you gotta, each other. You got to be able right. to have a plan to move without the head being right. around. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So that's why we tell we stress it to each and every member. All right, if you ain't gonna be here, you need to say something. Mm-hmm. And then that wherever you do show up, you better show out. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? For now, <clears throat> as the head, talk about the role you play within the group. I mainly keep everything together. Pause. That was wild. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the head. That was. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I try to keep wrong, everything pause. together. Right, right. I ain't, ain't nobody thinking about that. Nah, I'm fucking with but, you. Go yeah, ahead. you know, keep everything together. We gotta keep moving shows, videos. Mm-hmm. Just make sure we always doing something. This podcast. Mm-hmm. Keeping everybody in line. Now is that? Fast, stop underrating yourself. She's the CEO. There we go. Talk your right. shit. Hey, well, she's you she very humble. Right, you yeah. feel what I'm saying? I, I Shelly D is the CEO. She is the foot in everybody's ass. She makes sure that we so, like we record in. She makes sure that sounds go out. Certain songs get mixed. Was gonna get performed. Shelly does a lot. Uh, does a lot of marketing by herself. Mm. Shelly does a lot of editing. Uh, editing by herself. She does a lot of. As far as with the clothing lines, like Shelly plays, is, Shelly is the main piece to this puzzle. Mm. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Otherwise, than that, she don't do shit, though. 
<laughs> Other than that, she's just home yeah. watching TV. The yeah. fact he said that with a straight face, though, like he <laughs> made me a crack a smile or nothing. It's all love. But no, nah, so where, where did the name um, Purple Wall Street even come from? Well, you heard of Black Wall Street of in course. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, we all, if you know. Yeah, yeah, for it. sure. So it's basically a branch off from that. We in Baltimore, so. Purple, but purple is also color the of color royalty. of royalty. Mm-hmm. And purple just hold a lot of power. It hold a, a big meaning for us, so we use purple instead of black. Okay. And yeah, you know, it's the same concept. Mm-hmm. Group of people. We all we rap, but we all got other things going on. We okay. can. We all got businesses. You know, Black Wall Street. They had airports, churches, anything that you needed was in that community, right. and they could do mm-hmm. it for you. Same here. We record nice ourselves. Dope. We shoot videos. We we do it all. One stop shop. When did y'all um form the group? Officially, what was it, 2014? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 2014. Yeah, it started first. with just <clears throat> me and Slim. Okay. Right. I was, I was the knucklehead, couldn't find no guidance. Little sister was like, look, I can't lose you. Can you help me do this? All right, cool. I'm with that. As as the years came came by, you know, I transformed myself into the what Shelly needed me to be as far as her, her president and her first artist, mm. you know what I mean? So uh, it was, it's been a transition, and it's been a couple years coming, but at the same time, I couldn't be more proud of what we built. Mm. <clears throat> wow. Now, um, as a group, what was the best advice that y'all ever had for as everybody individually? Uh, well, I know for me it's um, don't let your ego get to you. Everybody got an ego. Yeah. So your ego ain't more important than the next person. So always be mindful, just as big as your ego is, somebody else going to be just as strong in their beliefs or their thought process. Mm-hmm. That's been the, uh, still a process for me because I'm the last one to come on. Nick H, by the way, BX all day. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm the only member not originally from Baltimore, okay. from the Bronx. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? And I'm the last member of the group. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they took me in as a family. When we all carry it out that way, we move as a unit. If we can't move as a unit, you're going to get a piece of the pie. And the piece of the pie that you get, you might not want. Mm. So, that's, shit. that's just how What kind of pie is that? <laughs> <laughs> you can, Humble pie. You, huh? right, I said, you're going to end up with just the crust. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be mad you didn't get the chance to taste the, taste the sweet side. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite flavor pie, by the way? Apple, yeah, please. Apple, uh, sweet potato. Hey, <laughs> last sweet potato too with some good ice cream. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Potato, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm Only way I'm fucking with the apple is if it's the Dutch apple pie. Dutch apple pie. You feel me? Ain't got had the crumbles and all that shit. You feel me? There we go. I think both. They call me the fat one. Both pies. With the scoop of ice cream, but she called me the fat one. That's how it works. Gotta be peach cobbler for me, mom. Ooh, right. Whoever make that peach cobbler got. It gotta they be gotta really be good. Right. It gotta, it be, gotta right. be right. It gotta be right. It gotta be right. Y'all gonna put your whole foot in that. Yes. Nigga, whole foot, the ankle. Everything. Now, coming from BX, like, what brought you to Baltimore? And I always ask people that's not from here, because I just, like, we had these conversations, like, we trying to get the fuck out. out. You feel me? So when people actually, like, come here, I be like, wow. Ah, you came from New York. Like, I know niggas is dying to get to New York, Atlanta, Miami, Vegas, mm. wherever, L.A. Like, niggas from here are dying to do that. So why, you know, what was the reason for that transition? Well, to keep it a bean, like, mm. wherever you from, you never appreciate what you have. Mm. That could be your house, you know what I mean? That could be the state, the city, the county you from. You never appreciate what you have until somebody else come in and see what you're going through. Like, people always ask me the same question. Right. I moved out here because y'all numbers is different. Like, 13 f- down here is like a three-bedroom townhome oh, okay. or something like that down here. Back mm. home, 13 is a matchbox crib with your ironing board is your bed and your bed is your ironing board. Like, mm. Oh, shit. Yeah, and you know what's crazy, small, though? Like, the apartments are small up there. My, uh, my BM moved down to South Carolina for that same reason because they're... Five down there is a big ass house. The numbers is different. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, okay. I so you're not that. really gonna appreciate it because y'all are in it. It's yeah. just like when people come home with me, they be like, "Yo, it's crazy. Why would you want to leave up here?" I'm like, "Well, number one, the bus is like two seventy five. That's one way. 
coming back, that's another two seventy five. That's five or some change. So just the down cost here, of that's living. a chicken box. So it's a choice. You gonna you gonna eat or you gonna get to where you need to get to to get to your bag. So it's choices. Mm. Mm. Just the cost of living, really, right? Facts, but it's it's the accessibility in New York, like. You can't just come out your building out here and go to the bodega and be like, yo, let me get a chopped cheese or let me get a sandwich. That's dead out here. If you're not chopped getting that shit cheese. by 10 or 11 o'clock, it's a dub. You might as well it's just It's a ride. dub. <laughs> I love New York slang. <laughs> God damn. It's the fact that I want a chopped cheese, man. A chopped cheese? I don't even know what a chopped cheese is. Is a chopped cheese like a cheesesteak? The sad, thing, the sad thing okay. about a chopped cheese, I'm going to tell you a thousand percent what it is, man. All it is is a ground up cheeseburger chopped up more. Wow. wow, they lie to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, they tell you exactly what it is—a chopped really? cheeseburger. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, somebody just said it was a cheesesteak. Yeah, I, I, I was ready to say somebody told me it was a cheesesteak. It's not because a cheesesteak is made with cheese. With, it's, it's made with steak strips. Mm-hmm. A chopped cheese is made with ground meat. It's Ooh. made in a cheeseburger form, and then they chop it up and make it into a pause for all y'all meat sandwich, man. <laughs> Wow. Basically some hood ghetto shit like if I don't have steak at the house to make some steak, I'm going to chop up some ground beef. I don't even look at it as hood. I look at it as But you know what's crazy? That's what I thought a chopped cheese was, was like a cheese, a cheese fish or some shit like that. Oh, right, right, right. I just thought it was chopped cheese. Chopped cheese? I didn't, I ain't know what you educated me. See, I first heard about chopped cheeses when Jim Jones brought that shit up. Yeah, he's Harlem. Where? It's different. Okay, so back to you, right? Because you're the leader of what you do. I've started what we got going on. And so it's like certain characteristics that come with this type of shit that you just have to have. Um, Can you name like two or three of them for me off top? You got to be Mm level-headed. You got to be understanding. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) You got to be motivated. Self-motivated. Got more than three. Yeah, I got. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Please. You gotta. You gotta be focused. You gotta be willing to prepare, and be prepared. And you gotta know how to follow sometimes instead of leading. Yeah, you gotta know how to listen. Yes, 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 for sure. You gotta. You just gotta be on your shit. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Now, what like? And you gotta be confident. Am I, am I correct? Definitely. And where does your confidence come from to be able to do this? I was telling machine shit. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> I know. definitely tell. I've been telling her this our whole life. They you ain't do. shit. That's, that's, that's what keeps me grounded. I love you know, this. So I can, I I can never get too big headed. Right. No, nah, hell, yeah. no. hell no. <laughs> but, but the concept behind that you ain't shit shit. It, it's it's for the um it's not for the it's faint for the of heart. Right. It's not it, for the faint of heart if you saw such ass in the corner. Exactly. Yeah. And that was something that Nick brought to the table. Mm. Like and I politely disrespect that right. New York aggressive shit. I did not right. I did not understand it in the first text thread <laughs> when I sent the voice memo and I'm like, yo, what y'all think about this? That shit trash. And he said, Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, huh? But then when we get to the studio, he straight Yo, bro, spit that shit that you sit on that you sent over the phone. That shit was trash. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, so he must obviously like lo- love this shit. You feel me? But he started to let me know, like, look, somebody's always gonna have an opinion about your music. Mm-hmm. So, and you might see under your comments, yo, I don't like this or this shit is trash and yeah. this shit is garbage. He was like, use that as your energy to keep making and building better music. Okay, so that's or, what right, and don't right okay, and don't right, and sure. don't pay it no mind because if you have 50 million listeners, at least 20 million of them going to say you ain't shit. Now, in that moment, cuz I rap too. Mm-hmm. In that moment when you're asking somebody, you know, what do you think? Are you really expecting them to say trash? Your, absolutely not. Because your reaction was, it was like it was a bit surprising, like, oh, right. shit. Right, absolutely not. Because right. how I look at rap nowadays, rap has completely become watered down. Mm-hmm. And when I put something into it, like anything that I do, I want to put my heart in it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So that's why any verse that I put, I really go to each one of these members and I ask them what they think. Mm-hmm. Because if it's something that, I feel as though like okay, I could have done better, or because like I can't half step anything. Was that where the 
would you say that's why um that's what made the glue kind of like stick for all y'all together was that like the initial move when he kind of like said like my nigga like yeah. Whatever you think that this shit is, now nah, you can exactly. do ten times better. It was times definitely better. a piece of it. Exactly. Yeah, okay. it, it, it trained you for the bullshit that's coming. Because mm. like, like you said, can't nobody everybody. tell us we ain't you know that that shit bad. We done heard it over and over again. We yeah, tell each other nah, all the nah. time. Real like, shit. You can't tell me Real shit. shit. And, and and you won't let it lower your confidence. Right. Not exactly. at all. Right. You actually strengthen it. Exactly. Oh, so y'all got pack sessions all day. In, like, yeah. It, but it's it's love though. Like, yeah, hell we yeah. Not, we not gonna show. First of all, if we not gonna have jokes on you. It's not gonna be no love given mm-hmm. at all because that's just how we are. If you can't take a joke, if you can't take a joke, there's no reason for you to be in our space. Nah, right? real shit. I, I love when we like don't agree that, on shit. But that's but show, show shows love that, though because if somebody else come in your circle and say something foul to y'all, you are gonna be like, hold up, bro. You out of line, mm-hmm. like you wildin'. This is what we do. You, you, it's my man. You, you can, exactly. You just say that. I can tell. I can tell her all day. Yo, she's trash. That verse was horrible. I don't know why the fuck you did that in the first place. And somebody else. That's a bit man, aggressive. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. But if somebody else was to come and be like, Yo, right. Shella, that shit was trash. I'm like, you're bugging and you need new ears. Um, I'm the only one that can I'm, call my sister I'm, trash I'm the, because she knows I don't mean it. If I don't yeah. like it, I'll be like, you need to do this part. Different. Yeah. Like it's a difference between the amount of love yeah, I'm like gonna show. We honestly don't like something. We'll be it's like, gonna be a whole different Yeah, it's a different conversation. Like, yeah, we need to come back. That, and do we this over. Like this. Mm-hmm. Yes, this part is good, but you might need to edit that and take that part out. I am prime example of that. Cause I had to literally be taught how to consolidate your bars. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it was a different role for me. I didn't expect to be in this space that I am now. Mm-hmm. So as I'm learning and everything like that, you know, it was a real transition for me. Like, look, maybe you should try to say it this way. Came hey, on the head, I should at first. At first, I didn't. <laughs> at first, I didn't, because I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they were like, you may be a little too aggressive for this, and we feel as though this is this is for the radio. Right. And as an artist, mm-hmm. it's really important that we do have people around us that take to do that because as an artist, it's really hard to hear ourselves, yo. Exactly. Like, you got, I have to really say some whack shit to know I just said some whack shit. <laughs> they really gotta be whack. You feel uh, me? So, it, I mean, that's that's love. That's right. love for sure. Right. Now, this guy over here, we ain't hear from him yet. You want to introduce yourself? You unless you, it's a beat playing in the background. For real, man? <laughs> oh, I can, we can play some beats. <laughs> Get it now. Come on, please introduce yourself. No, nah, introduce yourself, yourself for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pull that chair up, buddy. Uh-huh. There we What's go. Up, What's up? What's up, man? <laughs> you know? So, a, go ahead, introduce I'm, yourself. I'm on a cerebral sativa right now, so I'm just <laughs> listening to shit, high as shit coming down. Oh, I was like, cerebral, I, I never looked that one up. I don't, Okay, so you high as fuck, you just chilling back, yeah. cooling. I can dig it. The, the, the hippie of the group. The hippie. <laughs> The He's the hippie star. of our group. The hippie rock star of the group. It'd be like that. Yeah, this guy. So, but, but yeah, can I, can oh, I just nah, say nah, that, nah. I, that I love this guy the, the most of all of the whole group? <laughs> oh, really? Got favorites? This yeah, this, this is my favorite guy. Right here. I'm my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, that, that's little sister. That's big brother. Okay. This is yeah, his cousin. I'm happy it's no camera. Right, and, and this, I have to tell everybody. That. But still, now y'all see where the confliction comes in. See, because big bro say shit I don't like. <laughs> but I have to understand and I respect. I can care less about Right, exactly. <laughs> he can care less. Yo, that is tough, yo. He can care less. All right, let's have an honest conversation. Uh-huh. That is really yo, tough. Yeah. Real. That is really harsh. You don't it's think not so? harsh. If now, I right, harsh is allowing somebody else to come in and tell him some bullshit. Oh, okay. That's harsh. Me telling him my thoughts and my process of why I thought that way, that's love. Because if I can't explain that to you, it's no reason for us to have a conversation in the first place. Mm. And if you're taking what I'm saying too sensitively, we shouldn't be talking in the second place. You need to go All take right. your ass in the corner. So, because, your ass on the corner. because you remind me, you remind me of how Michael Jordan used to like talk to his teammates a little bit. He used it, to mean his shit though. Yeah, nah, but he <laughs> want, he, he he did that because he wanted the best out of him. Even if he said, "Man, you you playing like some shit right now? Get your shit together." Nah, but he really meant that shit though. No, I, I no, I'm saying though, but a lot of people criticized him for that and thought that he could have pick and chose how he talked to certain individuals. Mm-hmm. Not all individuals, um, you know, could take the, that type of criticism. You know what I'm saying? That's like, facts. like not. 
Instead of, yo, what the fuck is you doing, you bum ass nigga? Get your shit together. You could be like, yo, I see what you trying to do, bro. Pick it up here and there. And da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? Kind of simmer down with the with it a little bit. Do you, you don't ever switch it up? No. I'm actually Depending glad that he's not like that. No, he doesn't. I'm he glad does. that he's not like that. <laughs> no, I'm just asking, do he you does. ever switch it up? It's fine. It depends That's on the just situation. Right. And the you get it flat like, way. I can't approach JD that way. Okay, it's, there we go. Positive. Now we talk. It, it won't. It won't be conducive to what we're doing. So right. I can't. I can't approach him that way. I gotta kind of speak a little bit softer at the beginning, and there then later after he's okay. all right with me speaking that way, then I can go back to being me. Mm-hmm. So you might get that. Yeah, you know. Got to do this a little bit different, and then after a while, I'm like, "Yo, bro, you fucking up." Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, but with them, <laughs> try to drill, sergeant. With them and 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 Yachty, I will straight say what it is because Yachty comes from West Indian background. They straight Baltimore. Uh huh. Like I said, I met De Niro last out of all of them. Okay, that so makes sense. Our relationship is still growing to be. Oh, it's so it's like a state of comfortability where that comes from, or no? No, it's me understanding okay. how he is as an individual. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, as you see, he still hasn't spoken in Saturday too much yet. <laughs> he says he's hot, so <laughs> so that's usually what it is. <laughs> oh wait, speak but, up. Talk for yourself. Go ahead. Talk to the people. We were talking about a creative point of view before we got off track. When you first <laughs> we definitely were. I'm sorry. And I feel like when you're creating the writing, you can't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Me, when I'm, if I'm making a song, if I got something, I, I, you can't give a fuck. You cannot give a fuck about anything. You can't, you cannot give a fuck. The moment you give a fuck is when you fuck up. Whenever I'm making something, I just, they know the outlandish things that I've said, you know, musically, lyrically, you know what I'm saying? Because you just have to put yourself in a position of not giving a fuck. Our, our, our first song, I felt like that really made us feel like we was, you know, the shit was whatever. And yeah. that's something I always live by. That's something nature. When they was like, yo, we got this song. It was like, yo, <laughs> this is the band for the song. It's always, that's always been my motto for It's whatever about pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Whether, whether it's a show opportunity or, you know, an idea for a ball you have. It's whatever. Just fucking do it. Facts. Now. He says he writes like he just doesn't give a fuck. What are some outlandish lines that you guys can remember that he rapped or sung or whatever? Can I? Can I? Can I? Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, uh, JD, you gonna have to help me out with this one. He, uh, what was the one you said about about your third eye? This, this is this this is recent. Oh, a recent. Please, please, just just give him a sample. Just and, but, <laughs> She <laughs> look at her. Do look. You say it's all y'all favorite. You just waiting for yeah, just, 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 Right, just, just, just give it to him, please, please. please. <laughs> See, notice how, notice how I have to beg him for this shit because <laughs> he is the one that I, I have to give that extra kick to. See, I see when it comes to JD, I have no filter when it comes to him mm-hmm. because it's just a, it's just different bond. It, it is a different bond. Because I feel as though when it comes to JD, JD, you are the you you are the Eminem of the group. You feel me? Because if you ever really notice how Eminem does his raps and his style, has to be in his own space. He has to be closed off, and he just and he don't give a fuck when he rap. Oh, he don't no. give a fuck about who he rap about. For mm-hmm. right. JD is at that space too. But he's he's more so like, look, I control my own space, and I'm gonna put it out as I'm gonna control my own space. So I'm like, all right, well, if you gonna do that, then motherfucker, do it. Mm. Put something out. You feel me? Like, what we what I got sit right here and write with you? What's up? Damn. And then it gets done because JD hasn't been used to that push of somebody invading his space. Mm. Now, was that well needed? You can be honest. Is it well needed for you? Do you enjoy it? It wasn't said that I was rapping for a minute before I joined Purple Wall Street. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when they brought me on, I was already on my own type of, you know. Way. Your own time, right. I, yeah, like I had like, you know, I had one, my sister who was really my manager, like, you know, I would get studio time, but I was already like begging for studio time and money and I had my own individual, you know, mindset before I even joined Purple Wall Street. Like, she know shit. Some of her favorite shit is shit I did. 
probably five years before I was even with them, you know, mm. that, you know, she still listened to today. So <laughs> that's dope. Who's, who's like some of your musical influences? And really, all can all y'all can answer this question. <laughs> Go ahead, Kyle. You, you got a lot. You got the mic. You got a lot. Yeah, just I rap. mean, yeah, I mean, if we if we starting with rap, I mean, you know, I I truly came up on Big and Jay. But, you know, once you start to write and create yourself, I mean, I got Biz Marquis just died. And I remember I posted, I was like, yo, I remember studying this nigga sounds in my bedroom, you know what I'm saying? Them and the fat boys and shit, beatboxing and shit. Like, Facts. I remember doing all that shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my father was a DJ or whatever. So, you know, Cherry Hill block parties and shit. I was a little motherfucker behind the turntables. Mm. But my mother was really from the county. So she mm-hmm. really intertwined me with a lot of, like, Rock and roll and country and she did salsa dancing and shit, you know. So it really wasn't much type of genres I wasn't influenced by. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I, once you become your own artist, sometimes you kind of see everything as like it becomes a competition of like, oh, now like, I, you know, I gotta compare myself to this or that or whatever. So mm-hmm. you become real individualist. You know, you become your own. Person or whatever, so right, I understand that. What about uh, you? Don't get really influenced by it. Like, you, you listen, and when you create, you're your own. No, I know exactly what you mean. It's like you get to a certain point, you find your own sound for real. Right. Mm-hmm. I know when I first started spitting, I was, I was rapping like Fifty at one point, then Kanye at another point, and then fucking Drake, yeah, until I found my own. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, what what are y'all some some of y'all influences? Well, uh, I'm going to say Lil Wayne was my favorite rapper, of course, for a long time. I did listen to Eminem when I was little, but I listened to a little bit of everything. I was raised by my grandparents. They weren't listening to no rap music. So. <laughs> Frankie Beverly <laughs> My grandmother Mays. really didn't listen to music, period, but my grandfather was always playing music. He used to have a record player. All the jazz was playing. He was listening to the Temptations. Mm-hmm. He had Richard Pryor albums. He had comedy albums. Like that's tough. <laughs> he had all types of shit, and I was listening to all of it. My mother, she listened to Will Smith, Eric B. Rakim, mm-hmm. everything. I had a little bit of everything. I, I, <laughs> I have no choice but to listen to music. Facts, facts. What about you, bro? All right, y'all gotta bear with me, though. Um. My pops from the South, he like from Tennessee, so I heard a lot of down South music coming up, but also like the Al Greens, you know what I mean? A lot of Al Green in my car, Stevie Wonder in the wheels a lot, and then my mother from St. Thomas, so it was like, I heard a lot of Calypso growing up, the Magic Circle and different groups like that, and then I'm from the Bronx, mm. so it's like I grew up up the street from where Big Pond, Lord Tariq, and Peter Guns be at, like... Mm. My whole area is just a lot of hip-hop-based things. Like, it's a group called Crew. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Crew. A group called The Legion, which is my cousins, back home in New York. Chris Lighty from my hood. So mm. it's like, I had all of these different hip-hop influences, but the people that I really listened to was like, obviously, Pun, Big L. I listened to Jay. I listened to Nas. Busta Rhymes is one of my big influences in terms of writing. Not the style, but having an understanding of having some enthusiasm in your music and also a certain cadence when you speak. And that nigga like, do movies. Right. And then when Fab and Mace came on, mm-hmm. they had like the chill, slow flow kind of thing, which was which is more how I am. I'm chill, I'm laid back. I'm mm-hmm. aggressive, but I'm chill and laid back for the most part. So I had a lot of different influences, but a lot of shit in my hood though, because where I grew up, it's 19 floors. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 12 apartments on every floor. Mm. So... You can just imagine anything that you're doing. You're playing basketball, baseball, football. It's another 1,200 doing it. You rapping, it's like you can go from one block to the next and bump into 30 other rappers that you ain't never met before. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, street, streets raised me on music for real. Man. What about you, bro? Oh, all right. Uh, y'all really going to have to bear with me. So um, <laughs> <clears throat> I would say, like, because I didn't really get – big on the music until like my early teenagers and everything like that because you know I had a lot of childhood discrepancies you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so um 
when my when my pops was around, you know, like, I, I, of course I would hear old school, like you feel me, Temptations, Mint Condition, and everything like that. You feel what I'm saying? But then, you know, when pops faded out the picture, you know, early teens, like my mom was kind of strict on me because she didn't want the hip hop to influence my actions. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So, so I, uh, so it took me a little second to get onto rap and once I did, you know what I mean? Of course it was like, had my early hot boys, three, six mafia and everything like that. But of course, like as time goes on and then eventually I built a brand with these guys, these are my biggest influences. Mm. You That's deep. Man? And um, <clears throat> as time go went on and they like, and bro used to bring up like, yo, you got a style like this and you got a style like that. Nice. You know what I mean? I started to listen to old school rappers like Nori and um, um, Soldier Slim. Be you know like that's that's where my real aggressive part of rap comes from. You know that that type of ever because those that's what I was used to when I got into the rap scene. Not the reggaeton like, Nori neither. Exactly. Right. The <laughs> no, the old no Nori. <laughs> Not the reggaeton Nori. The, the nigga that was on the run eating him. That but, that. But then of course like Super tough. But then of course like uh I would have to say 50 Cent would be like my bit was like my biggest influencer before Purple Wall Street because he was mm -hmm. like the only person who came into the game and like bully Exactly. Bully ball, no? Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Bully, really bully his whole way, right? And, yeah. that's how, and that's how I see myself. I see myself as a competitive rapper. Not a battle rapper, but a competitive like rapper. Like, my hit is going to be bigger, right. and my, better. My hit, my hit is going to be big, right? Wanna, exactly. I'm going to have more fans. I'm going to take your fans. Yeah, I like that type of rap. Right, exactly. If you put me in front of that crowd, that especially the crowd that, I, that needs to see me, trust me, I'm going to have that crowd rocking. Right. Mm -hmm. Go sit in the fucking corner. Right, I'm going to have that crowd rocking. Mm -hmm. Um, we got another guest in the building. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. Wagwan, everybody. I am Jay Yachty from the Wall Street camp. You know, one, fifth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you see how, you know, one of us had to just pop up out of nowhere again. But I'm mm -hmm. here, y'all, you know. For sure. I appreciate y'all for having me. Why you late? Real shit. You know, but uh accident happened on the road because of the rain outside. So yeah. everybody who in this, if y'all can hear this, you know, be careful out there. Well, this come out Tuesday, Tuesday so yeah. pretty oh, okay, sure it'll be yeah. back sunny, but he's generous. Today That's a good. bus just flipped something on um, Hartford Road on my way here, hydroplane, so I had to slow down and Those said he flipped something. Yeah. Shit. Nah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, since, well, since you just walked in here, what is your um, musical influences? Because that was the question that we was just laughing at. Dancehall and hip hop. That's my influence. Closer yeah, to the mic, like bro. Artists. Yeah. It's a bit closer. To closer the mic. to the mic, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me re-say that again. I said dancehall and hip hop. And the reason why I say it like that is because dancehall, I'm from Jamaica. So, like, hey. dancehall, it, it has a big impact like different artists have different impacts where you can't just place it like this and that our sound is mixed in hip-hop culture heavy. definitely so, is you know it's like definitely. i got i used to single it down and say like vibe scar tell and like buja banton and those capleton and those guys like that but then studying more to better my craft i had to look at him like you know it's dancehall because it's not just one person that gives us this vibe or this you know into, like what is it piece of the formula to make mm -hmm. make the sound so yeah. you know dance all hip-hop now of course i would single it down again like wayne or gates or somebody like that mm -hmm. but no hip-hop hip-hop has its own style its own culture its own flavor you see what i'm saying if you don't yeah. look into it and embrace it and study it you're gonna be lost you see what i'm saying so mm -hmm. check them out in time uh, yeah. flavor's the name of our clothing line by the way yeah flavor flavor <laughs> that was my next question for so, sure. Um, flavor. But yeah, um, dancehall, hip hop. I do study a lot more like Latin music, jazz, and all that stuff. You see what I'm saying? But for the base air, you know, so people can know where my style comes from and stuff like that, it's dancehall and um, hip hop. Okay. Yes, sir. Cool. So, everybody individually, what is your goal for the label, for us, like the bigger picture of it? Mm, good question. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course we want some money. Yeah, of course we sure. want some money. But uh, we want to be able to make a living off doing what we love. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's more than making music. We got other, like I told you, it's Purple Wall Street for a reason. We don't just make music. We got a, a thousand business ventures we trying to. You mind naming them? <laughs> well, uh, like I said, we do have a clover line, uh, flavor, and of, of course the Purple Wall Street clover line. But um, more so for me, it's it's just creating jobs for other black folks. Mm. Uh-huh. That's why I really want this. You know what I mean? Because I come from the construction industry. And if nobody has ever been in the construction industry, it is very limited to people of color. Uh. Especially when it comes to high positions, like that's going to pay you the most. Uh. So that, 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 that really hit, hit my heart. You know what I mean? Knowing that I'm in a I'm in a predominantly racist field of work, and the only way to go up is to kiss ass, and mm-hmm. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So, right, exactly. So, I had to put myself into position to be able to to win, and my long term goal is to be able to set jobs for other people like myself. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to get a housing company going. I'm trying to get a trucking company going. You know what I mean? Yeah, and right. It's in the process. <laughs> right. Well, it's a, it's in the process. Thank you. See, I, I, like I told you, they be on my ass when I feel when I feel <laughs> no, like right that. when I like even when I just trying to leave room for the for the unknown. They in my ass and they let me know you're gonna do it. Mm. That's what I love about them. You feel what I'm saying? And this is why I don't slack up on my position being the, being Shelly's president because. We have we have to bring some type of unity to the table, and every time that somebody sees us out, that's the main thing that they say they love about our group. Mm-hmm. We love that y'all been together for so long, and ain't nobody broke apart yet. Doug, we got a purpose, and if it's to show the world, like yo, we can all have differences, and still come together. Come together. You're supposed to have differences. Exactly, you feel yeah. me? I don't uh, like if y'all ask this group right now, like who gets into arguments the most? It's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's me, right? It's me with everybody in this group. Mm-hmm. But I still, but I still can come to, even when I'm feeling like Yachty disrespecting me or Shelly disrespecting me or anything like that. I they still family. You feel what I'm saying this ain't no outside family, but you still gotta be able to come to the table, settle your differences. Move forward because this is the business at the end of the day. You got a couple of hours of not talking. Right, that's gonna happen. But right, but man, couple hours, couple days. You ain't telling us what it is. But right, really, really, man the fuck up. That's what, and that's what we trying to show the world. You have to man the fuck up. I don't give like even if for the females out there. Man the fuck up. You feel what I'm saying? Right. You feel me? Because that, because that, because that's. This nigga locked me out of his house one day. Hey, yo. <laughs> me and oh, Yachty. Shit. We got in an argument outside his house. This nigga went down, shut the door, locked us <laughs> out. Y'all ain't coming in until y'all fix this shit. But hold up, though. But then call to see if they got home safe. Man. Real shit, though. Yo. That's, but that's love, though. That's, that's how you sum up. That's love. And, and that's what we want to show the world. You have to come together some way, somehow. See, can I say something, bro? <laughs> see... The, the thing about us, <laughs> most seriously, and everybody that comes around us learns that, and I'm not afraid to say it. When you come around us, just know you're going to have to network and connect with people. That's what we do. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We network and connect with people. Once you learn... And not be sensitive. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're right. Yeah. You're right. But once you get there, you start learning more about yourself and more of what you can do. You see what I'm saying? That's how we was able to build this strong bond. Came to the table, network with each other. Then we learn, yo, we good as an ent- we good together. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As a unit. And then anybody else that's coming around, they start noticing. We got something genuine about us, but how we do it, we network with each other and show people. Network with us and network with, like, I can meet you. you probably, I like to cook. You probably have an idea. You see what I'm saying? That 
Hey, how you doing today? I like this. I like you this. Dead ass, you like to cook? We can really? build something. You, you really like to cook, though? Yeah. Cool. Do. Say less. Yeah. I'm networking. <laughs> but no, that's like the power of networking, though, because yeah. it's like we both filling in each other like puzzle right. pieces. Like, yeah. I got something I need. You got something that you need. Let's put that shit together and make bro, it happen. Bro, um, for moguls only, what you got on right now? Mm-hmm. For our, fla- uh, our flavor clothing line, when I first started out, he was one person that was like, hey, Jay, you know, just start doing what Shelly and them doing. You'll come up with an idea and then y'all start pushing it. And he like, literally, I used to work at the same place with him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Seven? Yeah, seven. Okay. Seven's big dude, big bro to me. So yeah. I know, like, he was one person that helped me, like, you know what? Shout out Seven City. Bring That's it to the team. Right. Yeah, shout out Seven. And it was like, yo, Shelly, Slim, E, what, what's up? You see, Nick, I got an idea. They had the idea, too. Mm-hmm. But I brought him networking, made it. You see what I'm saying? Made it official. Now, mm-hmm. when you see FLVR, you know, oh, yeah, that's something there with Wall Street. You see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. flavor is not just stamp. Each one of us have a style, have a different flavor. So that's where flavor came about. Mm-hmm. Networking and connecting with people. And you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopefully one day I can connect again with Seven and say, yo, let's do a off-white situation where you got flavor for moguls only. And we, you know, feel it because, you know, yeah, exactly. gotta support your black seven. Businesses. I hope you're hearing this. Seven yeah. better here. <laughs> you feel because no, like sure. it's too it's too many self absorbed people out there. You feel what I'm saying, and they wonder why they don't go nowhere because, and like, because I actually had this question handed to me before. They asked somebody asked me why am I following my sister's leadership, and they wasn't expecting my answer because they think just because my sister is younger than me. She can be a little nonchalant. They be thinking she don't know what she doing. But don't say right, exactly. And sometimes the plan can be to follow somebody at the time mm-hmm. to get the whole team to win. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like a lot of people want to be want to be leaders, but they not good soldiers. You feel what I'm saying? How you gonna how you gonna lead a brigade if you never if you never, never follow what been, to do? Yeah, right. What to do at first. Exactly. So, so that's why I encourage a lot of people. Like, yeah, if y'all is watching us, yeah, watch what we do, watch mm-hmm. how we talk to each other, how we move. Mm-hmm. You might you gonna learn something. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Because one thing for sure, two things for certain, can't no outside motherfucker break this group. Mm-hmm. Let right. me say something, bro. I'm gonna bring y'all into our little personal world, right? The other day we was having a conversation, right before we had a show, right, and right. we was like. Bet one day somebody gonna see me and Slim out there like blessing each other. No, nigga, fuck you, fuck this shit too. And then two minutes later, all right, bro, you ready? Let's move this blunt. No <laughs> good. I right, was the next venture. Like a lot of people don't know. Like, well, they do know, but they cloud, they cover their eyes with it. You do not try to pay attention to the media bullshit or follow that. You see what I'm saying? Because there's right. more to that story than what you just seen. For instance, that Lil Wayne and Birdman situation. Right. A lot of people want to speak on it and try to speak on it. But at the end of the day, turn around. All that shit where y'all was saying F Birdman and F Wayne because this and that. Who's still talking about sports and certain things that's going on still? Birdman and Lil Wayne. So together. You, you, together. together. You see what I'm saying? You so can't get in between together. somebody exactly. else's love. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So when you have a bond with somebody and then y'all build a business behind it too don't think that you, you can come in like oh nick is a fucked up person say that the j and j is gonna look at you like yeah you're right or De Niro is a fucked up i'm gonna look at you like i just called this nigga a jackass five minutes ago i just said that before and he came threw an egg at yeah. me and guess what i'm about to go i'm about to go and sit there and play video games with this nigga and, and, and find a song to write in the next few mm. minutes to some people that's weird no it's not we have Thinking love for each other. You're huh? very true. It, it feels yeah, we so do good. that shit. It feels so good whooping your ass after you talk shit to me. Because you know he talks <laughs> shit to me. Why are you telling me all this shit? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. He, he, they know. They know. He'd be the main one to come at me 100%, mm-hmm. 100 miles per hour. And then I, you know, I, I have to grab him by his ankles or something, or, you know, ragdoll or something. It feels so great. I'm sure it felt good getting that off his shoulders, and it felt good, you know. Yeah, but if you follow examples like that, 
You would get <laughs> fucked. You don't sit there and dwell on animosity and, and in Jamaica, drama. Have, yeah, in Jamaica, we have a thing called ba- a bad mind. That means your thoughts in your head ain't nothing good coming from it. So anything that's going to generate around you is going to be bad energy. It's going to be terrible energy. You see what I'm saying? So him just saying, Jay, you's an asshole, or that shit was stupid that you say on a song. If I have bad thoughts after that on him, it's just the energy is going to be all fucked up. Instead of me saying, listening to him saying, nah, Jay, record it a better way. Instead of saying it like that, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To make our projects and our sound better. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. That's real shit. God damn. So am I going to be the only one that's going to sound like an artist about this part right here? What we, we expect for the company? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to that question yet. <laughs> they say no, individually. We've been on that question for about 10 minutes. Right? Yeah, like, oh, right. it's been a while. <laughs> but, <laughs> we have a great combo. We deviated from the clock. Yeah, we eat that show right. It's okay, though. It's okay. I guess for me, I'm going to be the ignorant artist of the group. When, for me, as a group, what I want us to have is when you hear Purple Wall Street and you know we on a card, whoever's not in Purple Wall Street going to be nervous to go on after us. Mm. Period. I don't give a fuck what mm, you I love that shit. Like, that's that me all the time, every day. Just like, since we already letting y'all in on certain family situations that be going on, I'm going to share one. <laughs> one of the main things when I first got on in Purple Wall Street was, for me, competition because of where I come from and how I grew up. So, if a new member come on, if a new member comes into this group, they are not going to have no fucking single before me. I'm going to fuck with nobody talking about. You're not going to have no single before me, no album, no nothing before mm-hmm. me. And I feel like that for all of us. You know what I mean? Whenever a new member come on, oh, nah, you're not about to have an album before Shells. Or you're not about to have an album before JD. You're not about to have an album before nobody. Your sh- if you come on and your album is ready, we better get our shit together. Mm-hmm. Because this this, this not how it's supposed to go. That person that's coming on is supposed to feel the most pressure. So it's never going to be a case where I don't feel like I'm slacking or he's slacking or she's slacking. It's never going to be a time when I don't mm. feel like that. It might be because I'm the oldest too. But. I was just ready to ask, like, what's the age range? Because it sounds like y'all niggas is damn near like... Master Roshi over there, don't believe him. <laughs> well, y'all, this is Benjamin Button. Yeah, y'all probably wouldn't believe it, but yeah. Me, Mark Jeffries. Yeah, Mark Jeffries. Nah, like, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the middle child. I'm the old. I'm the oldest, but um, realistically, in all homage given to them for real, they've been doing the business music side of it more than I have. Like I did this group shit before, like many moons ago. So. The group that I originally did it with was called Four Corners Entertainment. It actually had started down here. We had an LLC and all of that years ago. And uh, it was a lot of, how can I say, create creation differences, creative differences that we had. And none of us were humble enough. All of our egos, which is why I spoke on egos earlier, none of, none of our egos was at the level where it needed to be to humble ourselves. Mm. So being that it was nobody... To humble us, we dispersed. We all we all still cool to this day. We, it's all love. Mm-hmm. Everybody's all in their different directions. Everybody got families now, so all of that switched. Mm-hmm. But what I really loved about this group when they invited me, because I didn't invite myself, when they invited me on was the unity and the fact that they could argue and get over some shit. Because mm-hmm. for me, once I say what I got to say, it's, that's why I say about the whole sensitivity thing. Once I say what I gotta say, it's over. It's done. I don't mean no malice towards it. I I was thinking that. That's what I said. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Tell me. Check me. I don't have a problem with that. But if you just let it linger on, we can't be friends because that means you're gonna let the next person tell me I'm wrong before. And you've seen it going wrong the whole time. Mm. We ain't friends. <laughs> and I'm comfortable with that. I love you right back. Straight face. I was not ready. Straight face. But right. But that's why. But somebody got to tell it to it how it is, and, I, and that's why I love Nick for it. You feel me? Somebody got to tell it how it is. Mm-hmm. Can't sugarcoat everything. Can't be everybody friend about. And I'm okay with it being done to me too. That's the difference. A lot of people. They can't dish what they take out. Now, right. listen, I'm in the fire. I'm cooking it and all. And if it don't taste right, tell me that shit is nasty so I can fix it for the next time. Trash. Facts. It's trash. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get out of here really fast, um, you, 
I want I want to ask y'all guys one question, but y'all all have to figure out the answer collectively. Okay. It can't okay. be different answers. You have to go y'all gotta. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. No, that's that right here. It's fine. Um, okay, two rap groups, dead or alive. Two rap groups that y'all were going tour with. Of course. Right. That's the first Wu-Tang, one. Wu-Tang, right. Okay. Wu-Tang Clan. And, um, I don't know if he agree. You agree? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I'll be saying. I'm no, sorry. Just there to you let go. you know, that one, that was a no-brainer. Okay, cool. Look at us. Yeah. This is a new Wu-Tang. This, this not, <laughs> sure. I already say, when you think about it, Wu-Tang did have like different flavors and styles this, of niggas. Definitely. This is a Wu-Tang situation. There's nothing else. Yeah. Okay. Who else? That last one, this one get hard. That last one, little trick. Rap group. The only other two is Run DMC and Beastie Boys. This is another corner for you to say something. Hey yo. Shout out Jewels. He was just down at the garage. Oh yeah. I can't collect it. What 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 you think? The ones that they going against on the third. The locks. Uh, you know it. Oh, true, true, true. You know it. Who y'all think winning that? The, uh, the only reason why I'm saying Dipset is going to win because, yes, they have more commercial you know, hits. Taking a disclaimer. You're taking a disclaimer. I don't want to hit really? no disclaimer. That's that's but, but that's what it is. That's, that's, it's who okay. has more, okay. who has more okay. commercial hits. Jada can't play his, Let me they say can't play their individual shit. They can play what they're going to play, but the fans know Whoa. what the fans I know. Think, oh, uh, they I think, they might not know all the deep, Ins and outs, but all I the think Locks gonna win, though. I mm. think Locks gonna win. A reason I, I say so. I the think they're gonna win in our hearts, but I don't think not, not right. That, see, they're gonna win in bars. That's where they're gonna win at. There you go, but in commercial hits, like radio play, it's gonna be Dipset. That's the whole point. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. The only way the Locks is winning is if Jay Z. I mean, not Jay Z. If Jada Kiss get fucking drunk as shit, how he did for his own fucking verses. That's the only way they gonna win is entertaining. You feel me? That's the only way. And then he gonna have to release that catalog. You feel me? Oh yeah, he still got that shit. Damn, they can't even play because they not gonna profit off of it. Diddy is. Jesus. Yeah, he got everybody's shit. <laughs> God, damn. 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 Know, so you're not going to hear all about the Benjamins. You're not going to hear um, uh, Get Money. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah you can, he could actually, nah, they might have some type of clause in there by now. Because I remember when they was on Hot 97 talking about dropping a refrigerator on his head. And <laughs> <laughs> they might they have got a couple of things fixed because they, they were... I don't know. Um, no, Puff is a different yeah, type of bully. He's a Puff a different type of bully. He's a different type of bully. He's a different type of bully. He's a silent bully. He would have exactly. But I would say I would say rap group. I would say They were, they were, yo, they were, ha- they were had to bring. And- yeah, right, I was had to say they were. Right, that's, that's what I was about to say. They were, they were had, to, had to bring back UGK or or, or Hot Boys for me. Right, that's what I said. They had to bring back UGK or or Hot Boys for me. Damn, I didn't even think about the Hot Boys. Right, UGK or Hot right, Boys for me. Out of jail, different. all that shit. That's different. <laughs> yeah, ain't BG Ray come on? You can't ask me. Most of my shit be New York. I definitely was about to say Lunatic. Not the same Lunatic. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, what about uh, can't sleep NWA? You can't. Y'all not you can't. Y'all not you gonna can't. do that. Oh. <laughs> you cannot. NWA, you gotta have a lot of security. That's the only thing. Right. Yo, that's I'm my... not comfortable with all that security. <laughs> I'm not gonna bullshit you, and that's the thing about rappers in mm. today. You can't play both roles: the gangster and the rapper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Play a gangster and a gentleman, though. It, 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 it took. It, it, I had to really look at this picture because don't get me wrong, you fam. I'm not gonna sit up there and say I'm a. I'm a complete street dude, or I'm a street complete hood dude, but yes, I did have my foot Aww. in the streets and, my, and one foot out. You have to make a choice when it comes to this business. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. You feel yep. me? Because if I was out there still getting locked up and, we st- and we're we just getting the buzz, imagine what that would do to my group. Yeah. Nah, like, 
I um randomly watched this video with Chief Keith and Lord Dirk and while they was beefing and all that. Exactly. Like when Lord Dirk got locked up, mm-hmm. he had to pay a hundred thousand, you know, one percent, ten K. And he reached out to Chief to do it. Chief didn't do Chief it. Chief didn't want to do it. And it's just it's just all that conflicted street shit with the industry shit. Like why am I taking ten K out of my rap budget to fucking free you? But on the other side exactly, but on the other side it's like, oh, you gotta be a real nigga. If you don't pay my bill, then I'm gonna tell the hood, and now you a bitch ass nigga. Right. Man, that, that is and just too confusing. And that all, and that all comes. Feel like that nigga just supposed to do that shit every exactly. time you do something. Exactly. Right. And that all. And to be honest, that all come from gang ties. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Because when you a part of something, you supposed to live that. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So that's why when it comes to a business, you gotta learn when to let the streets go. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Because if you keep trying to drag your, the, the streets into your business, your business is going to fail. Mm-hmm. Right along with you going down with the streets. Oh, shit. You feel what I'm saying? And I and I don't have to be a millionaire to tell you this. You feel what I'm saying? Business and the streets <laughs> don't even last long. It don't last, right, right? Because I can tell you right now, like, I had people who were scared just to go out in public with me uh. because of the shit that I was getting into. I thought it was your face. <laughs> he was not bullshit when he said your yeah, jokes gotta be on point. Yo. So, wow. He too quick with it. So it's like that's tough. You got you get the you got to think about that shit. You feel what I'm saying? So like, <clears throat> what if you had? What if I'm we having a business meeting with an A R from Def Jam, and a dude that um that yeah, I had problem right or any A and R or I, and I had a problem with a dude from two years ago that just so happened to see me sitting at that business meeting. Look at that bitch ass <coughs> some goodie right there. Blow your head off in a meeting. Exactly. You got to learn when to let the streets go be. because yeah. then you won't be able to handle your business. Right. Real shit. Real shit. I mean, let's think about even like the King Vaughn, the King Vaughn situation with all that shit. Like they saying, yo, if he book a show, we there, we shooting the shit up, we doing all the solid Right. Not King Von, but the nigga, uh, fuck is his name? Rondo Rondo. Yeah, like. But it comes to the point, like, yeah, you got to think about like, yo, because my mom, my mom always told me you gotta learn how to pick and choose your battles. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And when this rap shit, you feel what I'm saying? You're gonna be picking and choosing yeah. a lot of battles you fall back. that you gotta fall back from. You feel me? Because it's either gonna interrupt your money, or it's gonna interrupt the the business that you're trying to build, or it's gonna affect somebody around you. Mm. Nah, this real talk though. Like, as people of pigment, especially <coughs> as a male, something my father told me from young. And it's, a man is always 30 seconds away from his worst decision. Mm. So Facts. 30 seconds seem like no time at all. But it's really forever. Like, you ever just try to run hard for 30 seconds? Just straight, just running hard. You ain't running, you ain't breathing like you've been walking. So if you take that 30 seconds to just breathe and think about your, th- your situation and the process in which what happens after... You avoid a lot of BS, but that's a lot easier said than done for most parts. But mm-hmm. that's just a jewel that I always try to stress to my people. Like, yo, take that time to just think about it because it's way more time than you think it is. It take you five minutes to get into something. It take you five years to get out of some shit when you get locked up. Mm-hmm. And I can't even take that. That's a coin from one of my men. And, that, and that's real. Real as shit. That's shit that my mom used to tell me. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> that's real. That shit real can all change in a split second. Yeah. Pow. And it don't even like seem that. like you be like, yo, I was just chilling with my friends. Yeah, now. Now you in heaven. Now I got five, now I got five <laughs> ten years. <laughs> now I'm in heaven. Now <laughs> <laughs> you in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's real shit. Right, right. <laughs> but no, nah, you right. Stupid. That five minutes of just like real therapeutic uh, breathing. Like, breathing. Real that can talk. save it your is, life. Real it is shit. breathing because sometimes when you go to, sometimes you can either take that breath and keep it or you can take that breath and say something. Sometimes when you take that breath to say something, it wasn't a well thought out plan. That's real shit. So then you walk yourself into some shit that you can't moonwalk out of. That's real shit. Well, look. Y'all can take all them phrases, too. They're going to be <coughs> shirts and all I'm going to replay this, and I'm going to take my notes. <laughs> but, nah, uh, appreciate you guys for coming through. Uh, one last thing. Can you guys take y'all breath and say something nice about us? That's our favorite segment. Oh, Before y'all even do that, it's hot as a bitch. It's, 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 it's a lot of people here. Y'all probably not used to having this many. Keep it up one time. It's fine. No, it's fine. We, we appreciate just y'all. Y'all always I, bring the heat. Facts. <laughs> 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 Right there. Fire. <laughs> Nick eight stands for Nicholas Heat. But if y'all are tuning in, everybody who's on our live, everybody, I mean, who's tuning in, like, yes, definitely 
hook the, look these guys up. Think check out their check out their podcast. Think before you speak. And that is a real motherfucking statement. If you motherfuckers <laughs> don't think about the statement before you say something, you're in the world of trouble, right? It works. <laughs> yeah, five right? minutes, right? Five minutes, and just think about it before minutes, we do 30, something. Thirty, 30 seconds, really. That's the name of the. Ain't nobody gonna give you five minutes when it's the name of the. What's this? Um, that's the name of the episode. What? Thirty seconds. Right, so think before you speak. Please look them up. You feel me? Check them out. Check out their website. Check out their social media. Period. You feel what I'm saying? Good group of good group of guys and ladies. <laughs> you feel me? Welcome us to their podcast. We appreciate y'all so much, and we love y'all. Thank no, you so much. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all more for sure. No dizzy. For sure, for sure. Anything else? No. Unless he's like the what I got. Unless he's the spokesman of y'all. Me being the late one in the room. Yeah, I know. I gotta say it though. But the energy and the aura in the room is real welcoming. For sure. Stop with your bullshit. But yeah, the vibe that y'all give off and the energy, it was welcoming. It's cool. I like. I'll definitely do this again. Appreciate yeah. y'all for sure. Definitely can lock back in. Okay, uh, before we get out of here, it is a lot of names to announce. Um, but I'm gonna start with mine. It's Primetime Test. It's your boy Chico Brando. It's your girl King Shay. Shelly D. Nick HBX all day. Slim Goody. JD. J Yadi. And all together. Appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all tune in each and every Tuesday morning. Let's get it. Bitches. Yeah. <laughs>